Attention is the currency of 2023. It's more addictive and valuable than cocaine, and I'm going to show you how to 10x it for free. Ah, let's go. I drink from skulls. Drink from the skulls of my enemies. I'm talking about attention, not that other thing, guys. Let's keep it clean around here. But no truer words have been said. Attention is the name of the game. The more you get, the more opportunities you have to help people sell the thing that you're trying to do, right? So in today's episode, I'm going to give you 10 practical tips on how you can start getting more attention and as an added byproduct, start generating more leads today. And the cool thing is 90% of them are for free. If you're willing to do a little bit of work, you can go a long way in this game. So let's get to it. The first thing that you could start doing right now, and if not now, tomorrow, is start posting content daily. I'm not telling you to be the old Gary V and do 18 pieces of content in 22 seconds, but if all you did was post content daily on your Facebook profile, on your Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, do something, post daily and be consistent. And when I say post content, I don't just mean, hey, I'm Bob's roofing, buy my shit. If that's all you post, No one's buying from you, Bobby, because that's boring. What I strongly recommend you do, and by strongly recommend, I mean literally do it or we'll kick your ass. You need to have some variety, okay? Do what the skull taker does. Post funny content. Share a meme. Post stuff about your relationship with your loved one, with your kids, with your parents. Make it relatable. Share some client wins. Post the end results. Show people that you are getting the result that they want. Put up a few testimonials. Share a story about how you overcame adversity. Share some adventures. The key is variety. When you post things with some variety, you connect with people on a deeper level. And you're going to find your dream clients. You want to know why? Because your content attracts people who like the things that you like. And funnily enough, it repels the people who don't. That's how you will land consistent dream clients. But posting the content isn't enough. You need to add these prospects, these potential dream clients, as friends, as followers. You need to engage with them. They won't find you. You need to artificially build up your profile by doing some action points. You need to add these people as friends. Make some friend requests. And once you do do this and you start posting content daily, just wait and see how many people reach out to to you when you've been consistent. It's a 30 to 60 day investment of time, sweat equity, doing the work before you'll start getting results, but it will be one of the best lead sources you could ever have. And if you're someone who's a whinger or a complainer who doesn't have any time, grow up. No one has time. We make time. All you really need to do is either once a week or once a month, map out 60 minutes to 90 minutes, put it on your calendar, and you're going to create content. You're going to go through your phone. You're going to pull out different images or videos of things that you've done that match the criteria that I just spelled out for you. And you've probably got three to six months of content already in your old images. How do I know all this stuff? Because I've been doing it for the past five years. We've even got a program on it. Shows you how to do it. Got one that'll hold you accountable too. PM for deets if you want. But if nothing else, do the thing. Which brings me to my next tip. Number two, and this is a favorite of the Kens and Karens of the world. Don't forget Susans and Dianes. And also, 
people named Tom. No offense, Tom. But this one, you're going to add your $2 or add your 20 cents. What does that mean? Well, have you ever heard the saying, who, who wants to throw their two cents in? Everyone's got an opinion. This is where it comes into play. We're going to add our two cents to potential prospects on social media. We're going to leave an opinion. We're going to ask a question. We're going to engage with people who we may be able to do business with in the future. They are an ideal prospect. They meet certain criteria that you've already created. They're a potential dream client. And we're going to throw our two cents out there. We're not going to try and sell them. We're not going to try and hard close them. We're going to make a deposit. We're going to provide some advice. We're going to look professional, credible, trustworthy. If nothing else, we're going to be funny. Where does the 20 cents come in? We're going to do it 10 times. Where does the $2 come in? Well, I'm no math nerd, but we're going to do that over and over and over again. By doing that each day and throwing your two cents out at 10 people or 10 cents out at 20 people, whatever you want to do it or call it or frame it, you are creating engagement. And here's a little secret that next to no one knows. You're actually pulling these people into your feed by engaging with them. You're then pulling them into your content. And if you're doing the, your job right and posting consistently and demonstrating trust, credibility, authority, relatability, all that good stuff, you're going to shorten the cycle of how quickly someone wants to do business with you. People will start reaching out to you in the DMs. So don't rest on the comments. Throw your two bucks around and start engaging and interacting with people today. It's that simple. And again, this ain't a place for excuses to thrive. Okay? We allocate 10 to 15 minutes in your calendar each day for this task. It is simple. It can be done quickly, efficiently, effectively, but it has to be done. Put it in your calendar, get it done. And like the rivers of Babylon in many years ago, this flows into my next tip. Number three, join local community groups. Might have said it once before, but I'll say it again because they are so powerful. Join local community groups. As an added bonus, reach out to a moderator or an admin. See who runs that bad boy. Reach out to them. Compliment them on running a great group. Connect with them. Make them your friends on Facebook or make them your Facebook friend. Let them know if they ever need help running the group and keeping it clean of spam. You're available. Who's available? This guy. When you can acquire 10 to 15 local community groups who have your ideal prospects in there, 10, 20, 50,000, it's a free advertising channel. People would pay a fortune to get that. Here's a strategy you can use to go and get it for free, but you got to do the work. Once you start acquiring channels, and this is something we used to do with all of our roofers, the organic leads were literally 50% of the leads we would get for people were through these methodologies. This stuff works. And if you're wondering why we stopped or why we don't do it anywhere near as much as we, we should, we still do it as a business, but our roofers, our contractors, most of them get that many leads. They can't keep up with them anyway. So this one went to the back shelf, but doesn't mean it doesn't work. Now, let's get back to the local group. You've asked the admin or the moderator. If they would like your help keeping it clean, you're acquiring these channels. And if you can't acquire the channel, that's okay. You know, maybe not straight away, but maybe in the future, right? But in any case, you are going to post engaging questions. You are going to unearth some opinions because everyone's got one. And like we just discussed, most people love throwing them around. So here's a good way you can start getting an absolute boatload of leads. Ask a simple question just like this. What infuriates you about 
XYZ. And XYZ is your industry, my friends. About roofers, about marketers, about life coaches, about your husband, about your wife, depends on what you do, right? But a question like that, or even you can replicate that, that is going to get a ton of engagement. And then what you do, being the smart, educated, sophisticated, glorious stallion or mayor that you are, you go and respond to each and every comment. You add these people as friends on your Facebook profile. You don't try and slam product down their throat. What you do do is provide value. Answer the question. Tell them what you would have done differently. Make some recommendations. Provide value and advice. And you watch how quickly people will come back to you when you don't try and sell them. Which brings me on to my next point. This one's really just to upset and infuriate the fake marketers. You know, the guys that are selling a service that isn't really a service. This one drives me mad, so I put it out there for free. Join local service ads with Google. Google guaranteed. It's been around for years now, and for a little while, it was one of the number one or the top two or three lead sources for most companies. But like anything good, it's had its heyday. And yes, it still works, but not everyone can get the volume. If you were late to the game, it is more challenging to get a high volume than let's say two or three years ago. So this is a program that Google have that you can register for. It's not available for every type of service, okay? But all you need to do is go and search local service ads and it'll show you how to apply. It's literally an application process. It's kind of annoying, kind of painful. You have to submit a heap of information about your company, about your insurance information, about yourself and your workers. But once you get approved, it really is as simple as setting up where you want your ads to run, a budget that you'd be happy to spend. And I say happy to spend because for the most part, they are never spending the budget that you allocate because there's, so, there's just so many people on this service now. And that's it. You only pay when someone actually calls you. And if it's a fake or a fraud or a freeloader, they're not a real prospect. You can even object with old uncle Google and get your money back. For the most part, the calls cost anywhere from 30 to 100 bucks, depending on your market and, and the difficulty and the number of competitors and all that good stuff. And as mentioned just before, there are a lot of marketers who actually sell this as a service. I don't know how they're selling it or what they're doing to say, you know, we're the best and we get you Google leads. It's literally a free program that anyone can sign up for that if you can fill in a form and you can drop a pin, you can do. And if you can't work it out, there's a million resources for free on YouTube. And if that doesn't work, reach out to me and I'll show you how to do it. Because if, it, if it's anything, and I can put a middle finger up a fake marketer, not literally, but, you know, raise it accordingly, then I'm more than happy to do it. And as an added bonus, as a little hack, it's not really a hack. It's just not something that's supposed to happen, but it's a trend we've noticed. The more five-star reviews you get on your Google business profile, the more likely you are to get more calls from Google local service ads. It's supposed to be a fair program that everyone gets equal opportunity on, but it ain't. And whether it's, it's in the algorithm or if it's just because of the person who sees the ad, regardless of that, the more reviews you have, the more powerful it looks when your ad is placed next to two other companies because a Google local service ad the only thing that shows is the name of the company and the number of five-star reviews. So if you come up and you've got 137 and Billy Boy's BS Roofing 
only has 12, you're going to get the call 99 times out of 100. One out of 100, there are those weirdos out there. You know, we don't cater to them. And that's how that works. And weirdly, that brings me on to my fifth tip. Get more five-star reviews. Get them on your Google business profile. Get them on Facebook. Google the most powerful. Facebook's for some added fun. But do you have process built out? Is this something that has to be remembered? Or is it part of how you operate? When the work is complete, are you asking every single time for a five-star review? This isn't something we think about or maybe we should do it or, oh, I don't know if they're going to give us a review. It should be built into your process, providing you are confident that you've done a great job and you've provided great service at the opportune time, which is typically when the person is having that dream experience. You've delivered the, re- the end result. You're transitioning into asking them for a five-star review. It's as simple as this. Hey, Bill, as you could appreciate, we're a small family-owned business that thrives off of referrals and reviews. Providing you've been, you're happy with, with how we've provided our work or how we've helped you, would you be okay to give us a five-star review to share your experience? And when they say yes, you hold, you hold their hand and do it with them. Okay, yes, it can be automated. Yes, we get plenty of reviews through text and email follow-up. Okay, but nothing is more powerful than in the moment with the person and you guide them and coach them on what you need from them. Don't leave it to chance. Don't think you're being pushy. It is the time to get them. Because as we just mentioned, the more you have, the more powerful it looks. Social proof kicks in. And if you've ever watched me talk about social proof, people are likely to buy 75% more when they hear the story from someone else versus if you say it. Think about that. 75% more effective. That's crazy. What's even more crazy is if you're not doing it. And that brings me into my next tip. And this happens at the same time. And that's asking for referrals. We want real referrals. Okay. Once you've asked for the review and you've, you've locked that bad boy down, you've secured it. We don't, we don't use that ugly language of locking down. Once you've secured the five-star review, you ask a very similar question about referrals. We've already planted the seed. And in fact, if you're really doing your job, you will have set the expectation that you're going to ask for a five-star review and referrals, providing that you do a great job because that's how your business grows. They are the lifeblood of your business. So naturally, it would make sense that you would want to be able to help people who they know. So make sure we're asking for referrals. Make sure we knock it out of the park. Make sure we do what we say, we deliver, and that they are happy and that we've blown them away. And then it's really simple, really easy. We ask them, who do you know that would benefit from our services? You've been very happy with the job we've done for you. We both know there's a lot of shoddy contractors or fake marketers out there. So based on that, who, who do you know that would benefit from our services? No pressure. If you know a few people, we can get their name, give them a call, let them know, we, you know that you've, you've provided their information. If they do choose to move forward, there is a referral incentive there. Some people do that. We, you know, we, we have that available and you'll be surprised what comes back. But you have to earn it. Earn the right for those referrals. That in itself can 2 and 3x your, your leads, your pipeline, your business when it's done right. 
And that leads to the next step, and this is more for the home improvement space, but does relate to uh, any service-based industry, really, and that's knocking the neighbours, letting people know that you're in the neighbourhood. We leverage the fact that we are local, that we are providing a service for their neighbour, because that builds instant trust, okay? If you are not getting in contact with the the other people in the street and letting them know you're there and what you're doing and what, the reason why you're doing it, you're missing out on three to four X of the leads and attention that you should be getting. You are doing a disservice to yourself and to your business. It should be part of your process and it's something people do who don't hate money. So if you want to be one of them, Make sure you're knocking the neighbors, knocking the street, doing the six-pack, doing something. Leverage the fact that you are already there. Leverage the fact that they most likely know the person that you're helping. They will either trust you because of it, or that pure, primal, human instinct kicks in of wanting to keep up with the Joneses. Envy. Status. These are things that drive humans, and we don't even know it's happening. So make sure you're knocking the damn neighbours. Here's a bit of an old school one, often overlooked, not costly. It's probably the only one you've got to splash a bit of cash other than Google local service ads, which is, you know, it could be as low as a couple of hundred bucks a month with that one. And you're only paying when someone calls you. But in any case, sponsoring local sporting teams or local community events that are of high influence. Very old school, highly effective, works fantastic in the more rural areas and can work even better in the big cities. Don't discount it. When you support a local sports team, whether it's for your kids or the school or an event, these people, not all of them, but there are a percentage of them that want to support you back. Reciprocity. I know a handful of people that have solely built their business just through sponsoring local sporting teams. And whilst I don't recommend it being the only thing that you do, strongly recommend looking for a few sponsorships or, you know, it could be a thousand, two thousand, five k for the year. If all you did was get one job out of it and you were doing the other things I've told you to do today, or asked you nicely for those PC warriors who we could care less about, it's going to pay off. Plus, it's a cool thing to do, and not many people are thinking that way. So give it a shot. Here's one of my personal favorites, number nine reactivating your database of old leads. Your next 10 sales should come from people you've already spoken to. For whatever reason, they didn't move forward with you in the past, but it has been statistically proven that your database of prospects has deals in it. Maybe you caught them at a bad time. Maybe they didn't have the finances at the time. Maybe you forgot to follow up. Whatever the case, you need to reactivate your database. Text them, email them, call them, come up with a new offer, do something funny, do something interesting reactivate these people. Yes, you'll get a lot of people who tell you to go and jump in the lake, and that's putting it nicely, but you will get people who move forward. The simplest way you can do it, are you still interested in XYZ? And XYZ is, drumroll please, the thing that you do. When I do it, are you still interested in dominating your local market? Are you still interested in getting roofing leads? Are you still interested in drinking from the skulls of your enemies? Works 60% of the time, every time. It does work really, really well. And again, it doesn't cost much. It can be automated. You need to be doing it. Come on, guys. And last but not least, number 10. Let's get to it. This is the silent assassin. This is probably the most powerful one 
that most people, and by most I mean 99.9% of people, are not doing, and that's coming at the angle of quality assurance to all of your leads. Here's some shock horror. Half the people that your salesman didn't close didn't like them. They gave them excuses. They said they weren't available. But for no real reason, and we know why, but for no known reason to them, they didn't move forward. 50% of the time, it's simply a personality clash. If you haven't done training in how to talk to people effectively and communicate with them in their style, their language, half the time you're going to miss out on the sale. Unless you invest in some training, obviously. But for those who haven't, or for those who won't, think about getting a quality assurance officer into your systems. Heck, people that do do sales training, this is the number one thing that they have implemented, okay? And you don't actually have to go out and hire someone. Here's how it works. You need to know your closing cycle, whether it's two weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, whatever that is, okay? And when it gets close to that point being over, the lead is almost dead, right? That is where the quality assurance officer takes over. Because if they're not going to move forward, why would you let them sit there dead? So here's how it plays out. Someone else on your team calls the damn lead, messages them, emails them, gets in contact with them. And their sole intention of that call in an effort to improve the quality of what this company is doing, what our company is doing, we're checking on how the service was or their experience was with the person who they spoke to last. So you, you, you and your company, you are checking and verifying the level of service that your salesperson provided to the lead, to the prospect, okay? And that's where you're going to get the real answers of why they didn't move forward in the first place. Sometimes it's just going to be bad timing. Sometimes they're going to say they were a bit pushy, or my husband wasn't there, or we just didn't like them, okay? Whatever the reason is, you don't close them on that call. You take your role very seriously as a quality assurance officer, and you would be surprised at how many opportunities are rebirthed, re-engaged, and sold by having that person in place. When your business gets big enough, that becomes its own role, you know, and it's part of service delivery. That's part of their role. It's what they do. They too then can get testimonials, referrals. It becomes a beast, a snowball that continues to grow. But in the early stages, you would play that role for someone in your team and they would play that role for you, okay? Don't take it personally when you didn't close a lead because they didn't like you. Arm yourself with the tools. And one of those tools is having a quality insurance officer, assurance officer in play. And if everything else fails, stand at the top of the hill and just start screaming at people. Not that effective, but at least it feels good. And that's it from me today. 10 ways you can start getting more attention and leads today for free. Almost. I'll see you guys on the next episode where we have a major announcement, big changes coming. It may be the last episode. You won't know until you watch it, and I'll see you there.